Hey friends, welcome back to the Preacher's Devo podcast. I am your host, Daniel Messina. The Preacher's Devo podcast is designed for those seeking some devotional thought on certain biblical truths and doctrines of the faith. Throughout the podcast, I offer an analysis of the content found in the Heidelberg Catechism. The Heidelberg Catechism, like other catechisms, is simply a tool that offers a summary of certain biblical truths and doctrines of the faith. I've picked the Heidelberg Catechism for its easy-to-follow structure of what are called Lord's Days. There are 52 Lord's Days, and we are about halfway through it, and we are today in Lord's Day number 25. It is here in Lord's Day number 25 that we begin treading on some sacramental waters. As a way of reminder, we are in part two of the Heidelberg Catechism, which is divided in three main parts. Part two of the Heidelberg Catechism is titled Our Redemption. It is at this juncture in Lord's Day 25 that we're going to begin to talk about the sacrament of baptism and the Lord's Supper. Now, you may be thinking, there are only two sacraments? Well, we will explain all of that as we go along. Lord's Day 25 begins with this question. Since then, we are made partakers of Christ and all of his benefits by faith only. Where does this faith come from? Note that here, before we get into the particulars of sacraments, we are going to talk about faith again. The answer given is, The Holy Spirit works faith in our hearts by the preaching of the Holy Gospel and confirms it by the use of the Holy Sacraments. Note that faith comes by the preaching of the Holy Gospel, the proclamation of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news of salvation through and in Jesus. Here, Romans ten seventeen comes to mind. So then, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. A Reformed Church in the United States provides the answer to this in this way. As this question makes clear, the sacraments can never function in isolation from the Word. This is one of the main errors of the medieval church with which the Reformation was concerned. Medieval theology focused on the sacraments and viewed them as a channel of grace from God to man, merely by the performance of the act. With the Reformation's strong focus on the necessity of faith, the sacraments needed to be rethought. Most of the sacraments practiced by the Roman Church were discarded as being without scriptural foundation, and the two that remained, baptism and the Lord's Supper, were understood as signs and seals of the gospel. A sign is a visible thing which points to some spiritual truth, and a seal is a promise, a guarantee. In light of that, now we can go to question number two of Lord's Day 25. What are the sacraments? Note that the question does not say, which are the sacraments, but what are the sacraments? In the matter of which sacraments are there, we will reserve that to the last question of the Heidelberg Catechism's Lord's Day number 25. The answer given is, the sacraments are holy, visible signs and seals. They are instituted by God so that by their use, he might more fully declare and seal to us the promise of the gospel. And this is the promise, that God graciously grants us forgiveness of sins and everlasting life because of the one sacrifice of Christ accomplished on the cross. It is important to note as well 
that he does not say that the sacraments offer us or gives us forgiveness of sins and everlasting life. It basically is a description of the promise. That's why he says, and this is the promise. And the promise is forgiveness of sins, everlasting life through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. That is the heart of the gospel. The sacraments are holy, not as in the supernatural type of way, but holy because it does point us to our holy God. They are, as described, visible signs and seals. Now, this visible sign and seal, or seals, plural, actually has to do with the two main sacraments here espoused by the Heidelberg Catechism. Some biblical passages are offered here uh, for this question, what are the sacraments? But before we get to that, let's go to our next question for Lord's Day number 25, and then we will talk about the sacraments of which they are, which sacraments are there. The next question is question 67, the Heidelberg Catechism in Lord's Day 25, which says, Are both the word and the sacraments then intended to focus our faith on the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross as the only ground of our salvation? And the answer is yes, indeed. The sacraments serve their purpose in reminding us of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and our salvation. The answer continues this way. The Holy Spirit teaches us in the gospel and assures us that by the sacraments that our entire salvation rests on Christ's one sacrifice for us on the cross. So the sacraments do help us focus on the person of Jesus Christ and what he has done. So that's where now we get to the last question and then we will analyze some biblical passages that are provided here. And the last question is this, how many sacraments has Christ instituted in the new covenant? The new covenant here being a reference to Jesus Christ at the Lord's Supper and the gospels as he begins, as he meets with his disciples and begins to unveil to them what this new covenant in his blood and, and through his body is all about. The answer to this last question is simple. There are two holy baptism, and holy supper. So for the Reformed tradition, there are only two sacraments. That is baptism and the Lord's Supper. Some will call it a Eucharist. Some will call it the Lord's Table. This, by the way, is certainly a departure from Roman Catholic doctrine. In Roman Catholicism, there are seven sacraments. They include baptism, the Eucharist, confirmation, reconciliation, the anointing of the sick, marriage, and ordination. The focus of the Reformed tradition, however, is only on two. Again, baptism and the Eucharist. And what is baptism? Baptism is a representation of the life, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And here we draw this idea from Romans, for instance, chapter 6, which says in verse 3, Do you not know that all of us have been baptized into Christ Jesus, that we were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. It represents the unity or the unifying of the believer with the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, the Son of God. So baptism is not merely just an uh, act that 
invites people to finally join a local church. Really, it is a representation. It is a sign, as again, the uh, Heidelberg Catechism speaks about. It is a seal, so to speak, a visible representation of the life, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And the identification with the full person and work of Jesus in the life of the believer, specific believer being baptized. Again, baptism is not the ground of our salvation. That is why question 67 in day 25 is framed in this way. Again, are both word and the sacraments then intended to focus our faith on the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross as the only ground of our salvation? Notice that the subject of the sentence is the sacrifice of Jesus Christ as the ground of our salvation, not the sacramental act itself. What about the second sacrament we have not talked about yet? That is the Holy Supper. What is that all about? I believe that the Bible itself explains it better as Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, starting in verse 23. For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. The important elements of the Lord's Supper include the body, which is represented in the bread, and also the cup, which is represented in the wine as the blood of Jesus Christ. Reformed tradition takes this act, the Lord's Supper, not as a means of grace like the Catholic Church does. However, it does take it as an important act of remembrance, just as Christ said, do this in remembrance of me. So when we take of the Lord's Supper, we remember Jesus. And not only do we remember him, we also proclaim his death until he comes. Again, 1 Corinthians eleven twenty-six. Well, there's more we can say about the sacraments. This is not an easy topic, and there's a topic of great discussion. But this is it for our podcast today, folks. Until next time, stay encouraged, encourage others, and keep growing in Christ. God bless you.